What's up everybody, Logan Alex CPA here. Today I'm gonna to talk about some ideas on how you can invest $100. It wouldn't have been very practical to invest only $100 say 30 years ago because it just really wasn't enough to get started. But with so many low cost apps and online brokerages available today, there really aren't any barriers anymore to getting started with a smaller amount of money. I know it can be a little scary or overwhelming if you're new to investing to get started. You don't wanna throw your hard earned cash away on something that's too risky, but at the same time, you wanna put your money to work for you. You wanna be able to earn a decent return and turn that initial deposit into more and more money to hopefully encourage you to invest more and more over the course of your lifetime and reap those rewards. Ultimately, the right way to invest depends on you, what your financial situation is, how long uh, you're planning to keep the money invested, when you need to withdraw it, how much risk you're willing to tolerate, etc. And of course, the information in this video is not financial advice. It is simply for general informational purposes only. With that in mind, I do wanna highlight some relatively um, basic options, right, that are well-oriented toward the beginner. Uh, there are some more adventurous choices here as well, but there's no complex derivatives or anything like that here. This is all fairly straightforward stuff. In this video, I'll also be talking about some sign-up bonuses and other unique opportunities that will allow you to turn that $100 into more money overnight. So with that, let's get right into it. Here are six ideas to invest $100. Number one, invest $100 into your employer's 401k to get the employer match. Unfortunately, not everybody has this opportunity. Um, obviously, there's no employer match if you're self-employed. Uh, you may also work for a company that uh, doesn't have a 401k or they might you know, have a 401k, but they don't have an employer match. But if your employer does offer a full or even a partial match, and these are often larger uh, established companies, then you should do everything you can to take advantage of that every year up to whatever the limit is. If you're not familiar with an employer match, basically what happens is you put some money into your company's 401k plan, maybe contribute $100, well, your employer will match either the full amount or some portion of that contribution on the other side. Um, so let's use an example uh, with more than $100, and then we'll talk about the $100 example. So let's say uh, your employer offers a 50% match on up to 6% of your salary, right? So if you make $30,000 a year, then they'll match 50 cents on the dollar for every dollar you contribute to your 401k up to $1,800, okay? So in this scenario, if you contribute 6% of your salary or $1,800 to your 401k, your employer will also put in 50 cents on the dollar or $900. If you put in $100, then your employer uh, will also contribute $50, right? So that's an immediate 50% return on your investment. That's incredible. That's absolutely incredible. If your employer offers 401k matching, that is honestly where I would start with your first $100 you want to invest. I'm not going to make this video all about 401ks. I'll probably do a dedicated 401k video in the future, but suffice it to say that if you're okay with, you know, locking your money up and investing it in a 401k um, that you can't access except some exceptions without paying um, taxes and penalties into your age 59 and a half, then I would probably recommend taking uh, full advantage of your 401k match before you think about putting money elsewhere. On that note, make sure you've actually gone into your employer's 401k online dashboard and that your 401k money is actually invested in the stock market and it's not just sitting in cash, okay? Uh, if you don't know how to do that, ask your company's HR or specific benefits department. They'll be glad to help you figure all that out. Number two way to invest $100, invest $100 in the S&P 500 through a taxable brokerage account. The S&P 500 is a market index that tracks the performance of 500 major U.S. companies, and it's weighted toward the largest one. So there are higher percentages of things like Apple and Amazon and lower percentages of companies that are closer to the bottom of the list 
in this index. The nice thing about the S&P 500 is that you only have to invest in one thing. You're just investing in this index uh, that tracks the, the prices of all these stocks. But you're also diversified because none of those companies can take your investment on their own. Of course, even diversifying doesn't totally remove risk. The S&P 500 will certainly go negative for periods of time or even for entire years at a time. But historically, uh, there have been a lot more ups than down. Just look at a chart of the S&P 500 throughout uh, its existence. For example, SPY, this is one of the main funds people use to invest in the S&P 500, dropped all the way from 337.60 in February 2020 down to 228.80 in March 2020 at the peak of the fear strand, the coronavirus. That's a decrease of over 30%, which was a little scary for me and everyone else who had money in the S&P 500. But that's often the best time to buy, right? If you would have bought back then, uh, it ended up getting back to where it was just a few months later in August. And by August 2021, it was almost double where it was at its lowest point in February 2020. Of course, it's not going to happen every year. COVID-19 was uh, obviously a, an anomaly situation. But the point is that history indicates that those ups and downs are going to level out over the long term. Okay. However, that being said, no one knows the future. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. Nobody knows the future. Uh, you know, the, our whole economic system could crumble tomorrow for a reason totally unknown to us today. And obviously, uh, that would be very detrimental on uh, on the stock market. But personally, I'm betting my eggs that that's not going to happen and that uh, our financial system will survive throughout my investing lifetime. And this idea to invest $100 in the S&P 500 is kind of related to the previous one because the 401k plan through your work could very well offer an S&P 500 index fund as an investment option. For example, my old 401k plan at the accounting firm I worked at before I hung my own shingle uh, offered as a 401k investment option the Fidelity 500 index fund, which is basically an index fund that tracks the S&P 500 index. I just invested my own 401k contributions into this fund as well as my uh, employer match. Third way you can invest $100 is to invest $100 in sector ETF. So ETF stands for exchange traded fund. You can buy and sell the fund just like you could buy and sell an individual stock, but you're also getting pieces of many different assets. Sector ETFs in particular are designed to track the performance uh, of a particular index that tracks a particular industry or kind of group of industries. So for example, you can invest in a tech ETF, a healthcare ETF, whatever. Uh, there are even more niche ETFs or things like semiconductors. Um, you might be confident that a particular industry is going to do well, but maybe you don't know enough to invest in a specific company, or maybe you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. So if you're in that situation, then a sector ETF will give you returns based on the performance of that specific industry of, of many, many countries in that uh, country, many, many companies in that industry, not just one or two. So you don't have to bet on which specific companies are going to come out ahead. Examples of sector ETFs are VCR, the Vanguard Consumer Discretionary ETF, which tracks the consumer discretionary sector, which includes industries like apparel, automotive, and consumer electronics. Uh, there's VHT, which is the Vanguard Healthcare ETF. Um, this obviously tracks healthcare companies. There's VDE, which is the Vanguard Energy ETF, which tracks energy companies such as oil, uh, oil and gas, coal, etc. There are other uh, companies other than Vanguard that offer these kinds of sector ETFs. I'm just mentioning Vanguard because I'm kind of a Vanguard fanboy. Uh, I personally really like their index funds and index fund ETFs. Number four way to invest $100, peer-to-peer -peer lending. Um, this is something that's getting more and more popular, maybe not as popular as it was a while ago, at least not in kind of the financial uh, independence community. Um, even though this is a loan rather than, you know, like an asset, it can still 
help you earn some interest on your extra cash. Essentially, how it works is that you go through a loan marketplace. Personally, I've experienced with Lending Club. There's a link to that platform in the description below for any of you who want to check it out. Um, but there are a lot of options out there as well. So um, like these lending marketplaces, it gives people who have money they want to invest, right? Like let's say me, the opportunity to loan it out to other people for interest. And on the other hand, it gives people access to funds who for one reason or another might not have been able to qualify uh, for more traditional financing. Of course, there are always risks involved in lending money. This is all unsecured financing, um, but the marketplaces often cover some of that risk themselves. Uh, but you do really want to be careful about reading the fine print if you're looking at opportunities for peer-to-peer -peer lending. That said, full disclosure, uh, my lending club investment um, actually underperformed the S&P 500 throughout the length of time I invested in Lending Club notes. I did get a return of a little over 7% um, on average per year on the initial $5,000 investment I made in Lending Club notes on March 22nd, 2016. But the S&P 500 actually had an annualized total return of over 17% since then, assuming uh, dividends are reinvested. And that makes it an apples to apples comparison with the Lending Club returns because um, any cash I had in my Lending Club account, I told Lending Club to, to reinvest it automatically. Right, and you, you, you can of course have a choice for that, whether you want to automatically reinvest or take the cash out, kind of like dividends in a stock account. Number five way to invest $100, invest $100 in Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Now, cryptocurrencies can be incredibly volatile compared to other kinds of assets, especially compared to index funds, sector funds, and other investments that track the performance of multiple stocks. Uh, just look at the fluctuation in the price of Bitcoin uh, since the beginning of the year, right? Huge, huge, massive run up to over $60,000 only to crash below $30,000 just weeks ago, now back up to uh, about $45,000. That's extreme volatility, folks. And on top of that, there's a lot of regulatory risk still. You know, a country's essentially banned Bitcoin at some level at some point in the future. What would that do to the market? So many, so many questions out there. But the fact remains that Bitcoin and uh, some other coins have generated some incredible returns for their investors over the last decade or so. Other coins have been complete scams, so you probably want to mention that too. Um, of course, none of this means that the trend is going to continue, but there still is a lot of upside in crypto um, compared to some of these low-risk, low-reward types of investments, maybe. So if you're excited about Bitcoin and other coin, crypto is, uh, can be a decent investment opportunity for either the short or the long term. But again, I would only say you should invest in something like crypto if you have some money that you can truly afford to lose, right? Because this is so volatile. Uh, you might buy your Bitcoin today and then the price crashes in half tomorrow. Uh, I cannot emphasize enough that this is not a recommendation to invest in cryptocurrency. This is merely sharing an idea with you. Um, I personally own some crypt cryptocurrency in various places on the internet like Binance uh, and Coinbase. But just this year, I opened an account at BlockFi. I currently have over $40,000 worth of cryptocurrency in my BlockFi account at the moment. BlockFi actually allows you to earn interest on your cryptocurrency balances. As you can see on the screenshot from my account, I've earned over $500 in interest on my cryptocurrency balances already this year. Also right now, if you use my link in the description below to sign up for BlockFi, you will get a Bitcoin bonus based on the amount of your initial deposit. And yes, they do pay out the bonuses. I got my bonus of 0.007 Bitcoin on July 8th, uh, which on that date was worth about $250 worth of Bitcoin. Number six way to invest $100, individual stocks. So far, when it comes to the stock market, I've uh, talked about in this video about investing in index fund ETFs and index funds, but some people do prefer to have some, if not all of their portfolio in individual stocks. The downside to individual stocks relative to those index funds I mentioned earlier uh, is that you take on a lot more risk, right? Because if something 
goes wrong for that particular company, um, then it could have a very dramatic effect on your portfolio if a lot of your portfolio is wrapped up in that one particular stock. On the other hand, if you invest in an index fund, right? Of course, you're still exposed to the usual risks of the market and investing, but no individual stock is going to have much of a significant impact uh, on your total returns. Of course, the flip side here um, is that individual stocks come with a much greater potential reward, right? So if you're really bullish about one company or another, then hey, you can go ahead and invest in that particular stock if you want to. I don't do this a whole lot. I'm mostly an index fund ETF guy. Um, if you do end up going with this option, keep in mind that it's really important to understand what you're getting into uh, when you're focusing on a narrow investment instead of diversifying across multiple companies or multiple industries. Obviously, any given stock has the chance to do well at any time, but even professionals struggle to beat the market consistently over time. It's just difficult, right, to get an edge on other investors when there's so much information out there and so many variables about the future and so many people are working to optimize their trading strategies. So, you know, I really wouldn't recommend investing uh, in an individual stock with any money that you are going to need in the short term, right? I would also advise against it uh, unless you have really good reasons for believing in a specific company. I recently created a video reviewing a stock picking service called The Motley Fool. In that video, I tell you how their stock picks performed and they're supposedly professionals, right? Link to that video is right over here. I also have my video on investing for beginners right down here. I encourage all of you to get started with your investing, even if it's only $100, and I will see you in those videos. Bye-bye.